Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 1st of June, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 663, not 666, unfortunately. Got it. Uh, yeah, we tried. We were so close. We tried. We were so close. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Guru is here. Job, how's your week been? You went, uh, you went away. I went away. I went to Tasmania. I went to Launceston. Did you know it's called Launceston? Not Launceston. Hmm. All the fucking how they, is that how they the Tasmanians it? get really fucking grumpy if you call it Launceston. Even though it's spelled yeah. L-A-U-N, it's not Lawn, it's Lon. Uh, anyway, I went to a They'd place probably called... GIFs. GIFs. Oh, they probably do. Fucking... Oh, I was watching G-Man the other day. G-Man lives and uh, he, he pronounced Jib. Uh, j- jibs. Jibbed. Oh, fucking... God. I thought uh, he was cool. I unsubscribed on the spot. Uh, yeah. I sent him. I would, did you send him any death threats? Yeah, as well? yeah, obviously, obviously. I, you know, across all all the usuals, YouTube, yeah. like messages system, Twitter DMs, emails, the fucking yeah. arena gamut. It's, but uh, yeah, went to his house. All uh, that. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't do anything uh, violent. I just I left a uh, like half a chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, at his doorstep. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so we could see the fucking giblets. Huh? Mm. Giblets. Anyway. Um, anyway, yeah, I went to, it's a, it's a place called Derby uh, and it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, it was fucking cold, uh, but yeah, they've got like a, it's this big fucking mountain biking uh, town, but only very recently. And uh, it was the end of the season. So yeah. Uh, it was a bit, bit odd uh, to experience because everything had sort of like it's a very seasonal type thing. They don't do it in the winter. Uh, but one of the things we did get to do is they've got this uh, lake. I believe it's called Derby Lake or Lake Derby. And uh, on it, they've got a uh, one of those cold plunge sauna experiences. So you go down and you jump in fucking six degree six celsius degree water hmm. and then you hop out into a sauna and you get your, your right. fucking sweat on and then when you get too hot you go back into the fucking into the icy cold water and you Sounds do it dangerous again. it was fucking it was so you get sick right it was it was well no like it i actually felt really fucking good afterwards but uh the first time i jumped in hmm. uh like they're like when you when you go to it um, the the dude running the thing is like, oh, so we recommend you probably don't want to jump in the first time. You probably want to like, uh, like if you if you can't lower yourself in, at least like drop in really close to the pier because uh, you your body's not going to be ready for it, and it is a big shock to the system. And I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. Boop, 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 boop. Into the fucking drink I go, and uh, yeah. Like there was a moment where my brain full blown stopped working and I felt like I just kept going down into the water. Like it never stopped sinking. And I'm like, uh oh, mm-hmm. uh oh, I fucked up. Uh, and yeah, that moment seemed to drag on for a very long time. And then I was back on the surface and I'm like grasping for the fucking ladder. And... But uh, yeah, and then yeah, the sauna fucking clears the sinuses and pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Went went to the fucking to an Amish place, right? 
Did you know we have isn't, Amish? Isn't all of Tasmania just Amish? <laughs> you got him. Got him. Um, but did you know, did you know they were Amish? They were on the plane when I flew down. Right. Riddle me this, motherfucker. How do they get on a fucking plane? Mm. It's not it's not is drawn by a horse and cart, is it? Yeah. Right? And what do they, they do? They close their eyes while they're on it. Oh, they pray. Lock their ears. They pray to God. Yeah. Please, please, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, pretty good scones. So I should stop shit talking them because they were they were very pleasant. Uh, although, uh, one of them I, I was her- overheard. I was walking up to like they have like a tea room. Uh, the Springfield Tea Room, it's called. And uh, I was walking up and uh, they had like curtains over the door and so I couldn't see who was inside and I opened the door. But as I opened the door, I was like, oh yeah, I think I saw a bloke wearing those curtains as his shirt and I opened the door and there was a bloke standing there with the exact same pattern shirt as the fucking curtains and we made eye contact. But he did not say, he, he, was, he was actually pretty polite to me, which I think is uh, what they do. You know, hmm. the Amish being polite to fuckheads. Uh, that's part of the, their charm, I guess. Uh, I should go live with the Amish. I wouldn't be Amish. I should just right. live with them as myself and they'd be polite to me being a fuckhead all the time. It'd be the perfect situation. For me, it'd be awful for them, but I don't know. You know, uh... Swings and roundabouts. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, it was pretty good. Uh, I played some games, but uh, before I talk about the games, uh, PUBG update. It's PUBG hmm. update time. Play the play the music. It's it's playing. Oh yeah. You can hear it. Oh yeah, I can yeah. hear it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. You just nearly talked over my favorite part. Sorry. All right, now you get All right, good, yeah. good, 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 good. Um, I'm unbanned. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fucking, you send one uh, severe uh, support ticket mm. uh, swinging your big fucking journalist dick about saying that you're going to chase down a fucking story about how they're fucking people out of their accounts. And bang, they unban you. They have not responded to that support ticket. So now I've got to chase oh, I'd it keep up. going. Oh, fuck Fucking yeah. keep going. Fuck yeah. What are they going to do? <laughs> ban me again? Motherfuckers, do it. Do it. <laughs> I dare you. I haven't opened the game again. Uh, but uh, yeah, the ban is off my uh, Steam account. And mm. uh, yeah, I've been unbanned. It wasn't a timed ban. It was a perma ban. And uh, it's been lifted. It's gone. Um, I don't know. Absolute clown shit. Uh, because, yeah, no communication. Like, literally, all that had happened was everything I said last week, and then I just got a message, and it was like, yep, you're on pent. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, uh, well, like, or I've already reached out to the people who I uh, was talking to to tell them that I'd actually gotten through, and uh, I didn't tell them I'd been on band. But I said there was progress, uh, and if they could send me better details, then I could try to send them on as well. Uh, only like three people have gone back to me, but if I can just get three people, at least get like, you know, maybe they were banned for legit reasons, but 
if all that happens is PUBG actually takes a closer look at some of them. Mm. They spin a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and your name landed on it. That's it. Well, it was helped by, oh, this guy yeah. is a game journalist. Uh, yeah, and they can be like, hey, we banned 400,000 accounts this month. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they changed the terminology from we've banned 400,000 cheaters to we've banned 400,000 accounts because we can't yeah. say they're all cheaters anymore <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> For accuracy reasons, we're not allowed to say they're all cheaters. Uh, but yes. Anyway, exciting stuff. Pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. Unbanned from PUBG. Have zero desire to go back and play it. I was actually going to go play it the other day, but uh, mm. time got away from me at the pub and uh, yeah, everyone had stopped playing by the time I'd had way too much to drink. So anyway, moving mm. on. Uh while I was in uh, in Derby, outside of Launceston, I took my Steam Deck and I took my laptop and I had big intentions to play uh, some cool games and whatnot. And then I loaded up on, my, on the plane. Uh, I loaded up... Well, actually, first things first. Uh, I read through... Von Molotov gave me a rundown of why anyone would give a fuck about Craven. In Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Mm. Spider-Man. Uh, well, well, you were in a chat channel at this point. I'm sorry? No, no, no. This was prior to the, the flight. Uh, right. On our Discord. We've got a Discord, Luke. Um, Where's for, this? For the podcast. And uh, yeah. yeah. And in the podcast spoiler chat for last episode, Von Molotov uh, pointed out how was talking about how, like, why people give a fuck about Craven in general, although he is an older character. And so uh, he was saying that um, Craven's Last Hunt is sort of the big story for Craven. Right. I, ha, well, hold up. How come I don't get notifications in this channel? That would be you thing. Luke, I assume you muted us. And oh, let me check. Like the fucking neglectful father that you are. It's not muted. Uh, you've, you've fucking server mutes, turned off notifications, just fucking... Maybe because it's in a thread. Huh? I have no idea. Maybe because it's in a thread, I just don't... It doesn't say there's anything new in there? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's tons of stuff here. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. It's a good good Discord channel, Luke. You fucking potato. Uh, anyway, it's like Slack, but, uh, none of your work friends are on it. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, sort of was it like an attempt to do a uh, a more serious sort of Spider Man story and blah blah blah. Um, and so I, I tracked down a trade paperback of it, or oh, basically, you know, a digital uh trade paperback. Uh, they've done a couple of uh compilations over the years. And, um, yeah, tracked down and I, I got one, well, I got the latest one, the most recent one, which compiles basically all of the relevant fucking, so you need Web of Spider-Man 31, Amazing Spider-Man 293, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man 131, Web of Spider-Man 32, <laughs> you know, the classic mm. old school, how you got to fucking read all of these fucking different issues, uh, none of them start at number one, blah, 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 but if they're collected... 
Then you just read through a coherent fucking story, which is the nice way to do things. Um, and yeah, it was a pretty, it's a pretty good story. Like it, like it goes through a lot of, like it, it gives a pretty good fucking, uh, view of who Craven is, uh, why he's called Craven, um, and what he's about, uh, which I thought was pretty good. There's a fucking follow-up, like this, this Troy paperback had all of that shit, but it also had, uh, yeah, like a, a bunch of other, uh, stories in it, uh, that was sort of related. It was sort of like a Craven omnibus. Yeah. Uh, it had a follow-up, um, that's like where Peter Parker's haunted by the ghost of Craven and by the events okay. of Craven's last hunt. And it is fucking garbage, like straight up garbage. I think, I think the Craven's hunt like storyline itself is it was actually really good like uh very thoughtful uh and uh quite well executed and like as von Maltz have said peak 90s like it is that sort of like there's way way too many words way too many fucking words per um per page like uh alan moore type shit alan moore before uh, his revelation in whatever it was, 20 fucking 2009 or whatever the fuck it was, that there mm. shouldn't be any more than fucking 30 words per page. Back then, he was like, I'm going to write fucking, I'm going to write a tiny novel per fucking panel. Uh, and yeah. there's going to be a little bit of artwork squeezed in. Uh, this is like, this is 100% that. And it's got like fucking thoughts plus dialogue plus other people's thoughts plus like, and the, the art's quite good, but yeah, the story itself works really well, but the follow-up is fucking st- hardcore garbage, like trash. Uh, and then, yeah, you, I don't know, trying to find other stuff mm. by the same writer, and you're like, oh, he knocked it out of the park with this one story, which is cool. Like, yeah, if you, you know, if you, like, just, I don't know why one-hit wonder is a fucking supposed bad thing. If you... You still yeah. got a hit. Fuck it. Look at J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, trash, so this but- is, Sorry, this is the 80s. It's an 80s um, comic book. I'm just having a look. All right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's compiled a bunch of other stuff. It compiled, like, a little bit of an update. Craven's first hunt, all this other stuff. Um, and it did... One of the ones I really liked was... Uh, there's a spider ham variant mm. with uh, Raven instead of Craven uh, going up against spider ham. And uh, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Anyway, uh, it's a good read. I would recommend it. And uh, thank you, Von Molotov, for giving me more details than Luke did. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm just not. I don't remember the last time I read a Spider Man comic that had Craven in it. So. Excuses, yeah. excuses, and dust. Um. Anyway, so uh, I finished reading that on the plane, and then I was—I uh, didn't want to stand up and get my backpack from the overhead bin, which had the Steam Deck and the laptop in it, to play something. So I uh, loaded up Slay the Spire on my phone, and then I played Slay the Spire on my phone all the entire trip. I didn't fucking crack out the Steam Deck or laptop at all, which was really smart of me. Hey, Slay the Spire is still really good. Shocker. Mm-hmm. I know you're surprised to find this out. The Slayer Spire, still very good. 
I did manage to beat the game on my first run as the Watcher because I'm that good. And also that character is very easy to win as. Uh, and then I nearly fucking lost against the first boss in the defect, but I had a fucking a relic that, like, save, like, the fucking the lizard tail that gives you back to full health when you go to zero. Good lord, I got bailed out on that one. Anyway, would have been an embarrassing way to fucking start off because defect's my favorite character. Anyway, so that's it. Slay the Spire is cool. good. Uh, yeah. Still good. Mm. Okay. Um, next up, we got Last Train Out of Wormtown. Oh, my God. Last Train Out of Wormtown. What a game. What a phenomenal experience. Um, so, how do you explain it? There's, it's... Uh, it's a last train out of work down on yeah. That's that good. one? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> JB uh said it and I agree with it because we played a, with a bunch of a bunch of us. But it's like Dead by Daylight but good. I imagine Dead by Daylight but it's good. So you got one player is a a like a worm that burrows through the earth and you got everyone else in the server however many that might be. Uh, are these cowboys and they've got to power up this train and then they've got to uh, find the key to start the train and they've got to blow up any debris off the tracks and they've got to escape. And meanwhile, the worm is trying to eat them. And uh, yeah, it's asymmetrical and it is comedy gold. I love it. Uh, I'd love to get like loads of people playing it. The cool thing about it is, uh, one if one person owns it, uh, the other players can just go to the store and download the friend pass variants mm-hmm. and play it with the person who, like who owns it. The person who owns it hosts has to host, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, that's like that means not everyone has to fucking buy in like it's just one eleven dollar purchase um the so the way so the way it works is is it's basically um the the ground is lava right like uh the <laughs> if if you're touching the ground the worm can see you uh if you're not touching the ground the worm can't see you outside of it does this like sonar roar uh, and then and then it's able to see you. But yeah, outside of that situation, worm can't see shit. And uh, yeah, it's sort of just it can it can listen, but it's quite it's tremors. It's tremors. I made a video yeah. game after tremors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And it fucking works, man. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, there's like just a, a lot of fuckwittery going on because uh, you know the worm is desperately trying to find anyone it can uh and and eat you and yeah there's there's all these mind games going on like it, it is quite like dead by daylight i don't I'm, you know i was trying to get a rise out of you saying it was yeah, better nah. but it didn't work because you can't be i know i know you, you love that you get you knocked it out of the you know and you not try to knock me off my my pet i think you did actually i did on metacritic yeah you got boomed um yeah. but uh 
<clears throat> yeah, it is. It is quite similar in that it's asymmetrical and, uh, yeah, the mind games that are being played are like a significant portion of the game. Uh, it's about like when when you're splitting up. So what we were doing was everyone would go into the same Discord channel, uh, and then uh, everyone would queue up as a worm. And it would randomly select someone to be a worm, and the next game, whoever was the worm, just queued up as a play as a cowboy, as a partner, and then it would select from the other people, you know, a lower, a smaller pool until everyone got to play as the worm. Um, but what we were doing was also we we're just deafening the worm in the Discord channel, and uh, it was it was fucking funny because you could hear the worm player. Uh, like cursing when they missed someone or something like that. So you could hear them reacting, which just made it all the more entertaining. But also like we were like trying to coordinate shit. So uh, one of the things that happens is if you, like when you get grabbed by the worm, you sort of get eaten. You got to play a skill skill checks game like Dead by Daylight. Uh, and... Uh, that's how you get out of the worm's mouth. And you, if you can do it really quick, you don't lose all that much health. And so you can actually like wind up getting chomped by the worm like a number of fucking times. But if the worm gets you down to zero health, you die and you drop your heart and the other players can grab that heart container and take it over to the church. And like there's a church in the, on the map and they can get them back in uh one yeah what we were doing was like basically when one person was dead we like run on the sand like on the opposite side of the fucking map from them and like try to try to like lure them over and like lure the worm over so that the other player could grab the heart and take it to the fucking church but invariably the heart would be on the sand. So they'd have to go onto the sand for a little while. And yeah, like there was that sort of uh, trickery. Um, when I was the worm, I was just, I'd grab the people and like start dragging them away from like the direct opposite way from where they were running. And uh, as far to the like, corners as possible away from anything that they might get picked up from just to give myself as much an opportunity as possible to fucking to blap them um on the like once you drop them you have to go re-up on health as the worm you gotta get like this worm thing this worm food underground and then you can go back up top again but uh yeah you gotta you got to do that first. So they do have an opportunity, but if you eat them and you're in the fucking far corner of the map, their heart drops in the far corner of the map and they're really hard to get back in. And if you can then drag the other players away from that, again, it's even more challenging. So yeah, uh, there's, yeah, there's all kinds of mind games. It's not like, I wouldn't say like the depth in it is constructed by the players, uh, the depth isn't in the game yet, but it's very early days. Uh, it's like the same map. Yeah, it, it's it's so it's basically the same map, but it does it's sort of tile set based and it okay. rearranges where those tiles are. But the tiles are much larger, and so I believe it is doing the tiles because there's a quarry where you get the dynamites to blow up the 
uh, stuff off the track. And then there's a church uh, where you get people back in. There's a town where you can get a lot of good stuff to burn in the uh, train. And then there's another quadrant that I think might be where the balloon... So if there's only one person left, a balloon comes in and that one person can just get to the balloon to escape as opposed to uh, having to like continue to fuel up the train, which like on our first efforts, uh, yeah, when I hadn't explained how to play very well to everyone, um, yeah, they, they'd done like fuck all. They hadn't found the key or anything. So without the balloon, they would have been basically fucked trying to get anything done. Uh, Fortunately, like, yeah. They could just get out, of, like, the last person left could just get out on the balloon, they were fine. So, yeah. That's a good system. But, yeah, the, the creator is pretty active in adding new stuff. And, like, yeah, they like, even the day after we'd played our first game, they'd already added something that I thought they needed to do, which was just a replay, like, rematch lobby system so you didn't have to keep remaking lobbies and yeah i just think that they've done a really fucking cool job uh it's an entertaining game and uh yeah they've got a really fucking good grasp on it on what they want to do with it it's, yeah it's good stuff cool yeah um all right that's last train out of Wormtown, and you can actually uh pick that up on steam it looks like it's only on steam early access at this stage yeah <laughs> so and if yeah we'll and like i was saying if one person owns it then eight people can play so you don't even know it need everyone to fucking own it yeah which is pretty good but yeah yeah all right um we got two more games here next one is street fighter 6 i talked about this last week while you were holding your tongue yes uh because you had uh been playing at that stage Yes. Um, so do you want to talk about Street Fighter 6? Let's do it. Um, yeah, I mean, yes, it was very, very difficult to not say anything last week while uh, while you were talking all through it because, uh, yeah, well, I fucking, I knew things. Um, but, like, you seem to have a, like, you, you had a, a good grasp on it. Obviously, having the fucking CD out, like, helped. Um like walk everyone through how the fucking game worked. Um, there was yeah, there was there was something that I felt. Oh yeah, the fucking the super easy control scheme. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> oh okay. Um, I didn't go to it. I I stayed on. I played mostly on modern, and I mostly played world tour. But there are three modes. Mm-hmm. Um. So World Tour is basically like a like a fucking RPG. RPG, yeah. Like you running around <laughs> punching motherfuckers. <laughs> like everybody. Like yeah, anyone on the street like and and that starts a street fighter fight with them. Uh which mm. is I mean like pr- pretty crazy. Uh but like they lean into how fucking goofy it is. Which is good. Um, yeah, they they yeah. they're not like trying to make it into this super serious thing, uh, which I've always not like. I've always felt was a mistake mm. um, from other games. Like the fucking I, I I know people fucking froth 
the story of fucking Tekken or whatever, but it's just, I don't super understand. There's a fucking panda right? fighting people. Right? Like, you've got fucking Haihachi and fucking whatever. Uh, yeah. A like, dude with the biggest eyebrows in the world fighting a panda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, it's it's played like it's the fucking most serious shit of all time, right? And I just, yeah, I don't really... Hmm. Um, but just, sorry, just jumping back a little bit because you are talking about the seriousness of it um, and how it pokes fun at itself. You sort of see that from the on, the, the, the opening moments of the uh, World Tour mode where you are creating your own character. Do you want to talk a bit about that part of it? I mean, like, so... Uh, well, yeah, okay. So I was, I was going to just list... Like, you've got the battle hub and the fighting ground I spent right. most of my time in the world tour. So you, when you go into world tour, uh, I'll explain the other two in a second. But um, yeah, when you go into world tour, you, you make your character. I think it's actually technically before you go into world tour, um, because you use it in the battle hub as well. It's sort right. of like your your character in the battle hub as well. Um, which I mean, man, you had me on high alert for this shit, but I. So you you create a character and it's it's odd because it's sort of on one hand uh, treated quite seriously in the sense that like uh, the way you create your character the hitbox that you create for your character uh, um, is is actually like super relevant to the hmm. the way you'll fight and whatnot so it dictates everything about the way you'll fight and stuff um but like it doesn't even attempt it, do it doesn't even try to stop you from making the most idiotic fucking characters that you can um i guess we talked about that a little bit last week because i showed uh barjo's character and i made a, a similar beta. Yeah. similar character in, in the review one uh i just gave him super long long arms and um made him look fucking weird and made him look sad all the time uh i don't know why anyway and uh when i showed it to you you your like gut reaction your fucking immediate reaction was oh my god they're gonna do fucking nba 2k street like yeah. shit and vc this mm -hmm. is this their attempt to do that. I I was from then I'm like, oh my god, it was like a glass shattering moment. Cause so I'm like, oh mm -hmm. my god, he's right. That's exactly what they'll do. But I didn't see any evidence of that. Like it didn't actually pan out that way to me. Street uh, fighter coins. Street fighter coins, yeah. Like is that not no, that's an actual thing. I'm like, but, isn't that something you earn in the game? It is something you earn in the game, but it's not used that way or I Yet. It's coming out. That's the they've, thing. No, right? they've no, just I mean, announced this... it. What? I must have missed this. Uh, they've got like cosmetic packs coming out and things like cosmetic that. Cosmetic packs, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right? Like all of the all the Street Fighter coin stuff is cosmetic stuff yeah, at the moment, yeah. but it isn't translating into power in any sure. in, in any way and that like if it does make that if they do change it then mm. yeah 100 correct but uh yeah at this point because i was fucking hyper aware of it i'm like oh my god like here we go like yeah like you like fucking oh yeah street fighter coins oh fucking here we go 
here mm. we no, it didn't work out that way, which was good. Um, but no, no. Yeah. I was more worried about them them doing the uh, the thing we see Capcom do a lot of, which is they roll this thing out and it's missing a bunch of shit and they do it yeah. on purpose yeah. so that they can get their reviews out. And then like two weeks after, the, you know, two or three weeks after it's out, there's some sort of pack that they roll out. And it's like, you can buy experience or, yeah. um, you, you know, uh, Resident Evil did it. Yeah. It's just like a, you know, I don't know. I feel like we'll wait and see. This has only just come out, but um, I don't know. Hopefully it's just cosmetic items. Yeah. I think um, my card says it, it will be, but... I mean, yeah. It's also about the way... It'll be about the way it's, like, managed uh, from an economy perspective. Because the way that, you know, that uh, NBA does it is particularly bad, particularly egregious. Uh, and, and they've spent years, you know, f fine balancing... Uh, you know, exploiting as much money out of whales while not giving a fuck about the regular person as possible. Uh, so if it goes, you know, if if it does have some sort of fucking, oh yeah, you can buy this and instantly get 50 levels or some shit. And they're doing it for, I don't know, fucking fighting game community people who are trying to, you know, fast track, make a character or something um then maybe it won't be so bad but it will depend it will have to wait and fucking see you know like yeah anyway uh in practice it didn't pan out that way so world tour is sort of just this fucking goof fest of you running around fucking like starting laughing fights with people <laughs> um yeah. but what's really interesting is that like by really slowly introducing moves uh i wound up getting pretty familiar like very familiar with them but it also allowed me the opportunity to explore some other systems that i generally haven't bothered with in street fighter games for quite some time like there's uh what's it called there's a system called uh the drive system it's well it's drive kind of the gauge drive gauge gorge gorge uh gauge um yeah it's kind of the main it's the main one right the main it's it's, it's the same system as like uh the the the, the nether realm put in right where you like using uh wager like a wager system almost so it's quite it's quite similar to that yeah i guess you've got different like moves like yeah, that you can spend i think when they clash it would be like that but uh when like just in general, you're sort of using it to, yeah, uh, alter the momentum of the fight, and I think that's really good. It's not something that I usually engage with because I don't know. I'm just hammering the fucking square button as Blanka, you know. Like it's hmm. I haven't played Street Fighter, uh, like really seriously for for a long time, uh, and I never was very good at it. So it's not like when I played it seriously, it mattered. But um, yeah, I did. I did learn moves, and I learned how to, you know, utilize the EX gauge and whatnot. Uh, this one has a bit of a EX gauge. Like drive is sort of a bit of the EX gauge. Plus, it's um, 
it's got some other stuff going on. Like it, it is a little bit of that wager system. Um, I guess like it, it, but that's not how it was really used. Well, not how I really used it. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, you wind up with this situation where, yeah, like I was actually engaging with that a lot more. Like, and I think they've done a really good job of actually introducing players to elements of their fighting system um, in a very like invisible way. You barely, you don't even notice it. You, you're, I'm using the drive fucking drive gauge purely because it like I've got fucking four moves and I need like some sort of fucking advantage type shit. Like it takes a while before you get it, but like, yeah, once you got it, yeah, like you're like, oh, this is this is my fucking edge. This is what I can use. And yeah, you don't even realize that suddenly like you fucking leap ahead and you're actually I'm I'm playing better Street Fighter than I have in fucking ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is really fucking smart. I think they've done a fucking phenomenal job with that shit. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And like the the world tour, like like oh my god, it wildly swings between like just too stupid, too idiotic for me, right? Like uh, all the way to like fucking hilariously idiotic. It's it's like a fucking uh i don't know pendulum like just fucking ticking back and forth on a moment to moment basis um yeah because i don't know like it's just it's it's weird like you'll be running around these these streets like just a typical urban center and uh i don't know it tells you you got to go to some fucking shop for some mission and that's just weird buy cosmetics with your street fighter coins and you're like oh whatever this is this is dumb and then you step outside and some dudes with fucking boxes over their heads like jack your shit up and uh and that's that they're just your generic mm. they're they're the bad guys like they wear boxes on their heads why yeah i don't know i think they were saying like last week that they're influenced by like uh uh, like Yakuza games and things like that, yeah. that sort of style. Which, yeah, I mean, it works. And you go to different places. You go to like, you're not just stuck in that one location. You go, it's a world tour, and and you sort of go all over the place, and you fight in interesting people. But most of the time, depending on how you've leveled, it'll probably just be fucking people pushing food carts around, which mm. is like funny in its own really stupid way like and that's kind of the charm of the game is like yeah it's it's almost like when it's trying to be like it's trying to be anything it's not really landing and then it's unintentionally fucking nailing anything you know like it'll it'll do you, you meet up with a new fucking uh like what's the fucking name for them um like super fighter and uh you can you can train under them and and acquire their skills um but that's like and you know you got to do that so you can get the fucking moves but um 
yeah, that's like way less interesting than once you stop having to read the fucking dialogue from them. And then you can go out and just use these fucking moves on people. Uh, because it's just like, they're just regular people. They're just normal men. They're just innocent men, like fucking wandering around, whatever fucking, like the jungle village that you've decided to come into and fucking fuck everyone's shit up in or whatever. Like, it's just bananas. Um, I didn't play a lot of the other modes, uh, because I couldn't, couldn't, like, there was something wrong with my Capcom connection. You have to sign into Capcom online. I think it might have been down or something like that because I was having the same problem. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't fucking, I couldn't really experience any of, it wouldn't let me in the Battle Hub at all. Um, and uh, yeah, Fighting Ground is sort of just your more traditional Street Fighter experience. This is what you would have normally had um, where he, yeah, it's fucking, you pick Ken and I pick Ryu or vice versa and we battle it out in Street Fighter. That's what you normally would have paid all the money for. Um, and I mean, it, it seems fine. Um, training mode is in the fighting ground area and I was just surprised at like... It's it's very detailed. Like training mode in in Street Fighter Six in the fighting ground area is like super fucking detailed. It goes into fucking loads of detail. Um like but it's it it's not how I learn shit. Like I learn I felt like I learned way more like in World Tour organically. And that's but that's the that's the fucking really cool thing about Street Fighter Six is that it sort of does it all. It's it's got all this shit, right? Like, it, yeah, I don't know. Street Fighter Five seemed like I remember that feeling pretty cynical. Like you know, it was sort of just what it was, and that was it. And then six months later, they did a fucking arcade edition that had all the shit that should have been out in the first one. And that felt kind of cynical to me. This is like the opposite. There's so much shit going on in here. And like, I don't think, like World Tour isn't particularly complex. Um, it's it's not, like you, you wouldn't even describe it as fucking Pokemon because there's like, they've got different Pokemons and stuff. Um, they, these are like, you'll go to a, an area and everyone will sort of fight the same way largely outside of a couple of ex like exceptions uh and yeah like there's not there's not a great ai or anything like that they're all matched roughly to your level unless you fucked up and um yeah like you're sort of just doing a lot of fighting but what's actually happening behind the scenes is you're learning how to play fucking street fighter properly in ways that you haven't learned in a long long time and that's the fucking beauty of it. I think it's fucking, I think it's genius. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the, I, I assume, I assume Battle Hub will go online tomorrow and we'll be able to check that shit out. I think what's going to be interesting is, uh, is seeing some of the fucking creative fighters. 
that people come up with. I think that's probably going to be the most entertaining part. Because you can also share your recipes as well. And so other people can copy, Mm. I guess, what you've created and then start tweaking it and all that sort of stuff, which is really um, a smart way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think people are going to come up with, like, there's going to be some it's some insane memes oh yeah like <laughs> they i, I want to see like a, a creator fighter uh tournament at some point uh where people go in there and try to make like the most idiotic most broken yeah like you know how in um like uh oh what was it like fuck I don't know sci-fi movies. I can't remember the one I'm thinking of, but like they they do Star these Wars. Star Wars. That's it. That's the Star yeah. Wars. That's the sci-fi movie. Um, no, what about like remember Spore and like Spore would have you like evolving things sort of mm. uh, organically, but you if you were trying to evolve in specific ways, you'd wind up making these like fucked up animals that were unbelievably good at one specific thing mm-hmm. uh, to the point that they were like almost unbeatable. And uh, and then people would try to put a little flair on it. But like, yeah, I remember like the the spore battle uh, system and it'd be like some, like these two giant fucking flopping dicks just flopping against each other until one of them stopped flopping. That's what I'm imagining out of Creative Fighter. People are going to fucking crop some fucking wild shit. Um, I'm hoping. But yeah. Um, uh, no technical issues to mm-hmm. uh, of note. Um, it played really well. Um, I, you know, obviously the, the yeah, online wasn't, online so it was hard to fucking gauge any of that but that'll happen tomorrow so might get back to you next week on that um but yeah i just thought this like i i mean it helped i went in pretty cynical to begin with after street fighter 5 like the memory of street fighter 5 uh and then your comments uh had me like on fucking high alerts but I've just been fucking pleasantly surprised. I just, I, I just think Street Fighter Six is good, man. Like, I think they really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So, what type of like build have you gone for with your creator character? Like, what moves is is going? What's going on there? Uh I'm super basic, bitch, man. Like, nothing. Just fireballs? No, not fireballs. <laughs> I'm going like because because I made my dude have really long arms. Uh, I'm doing like a lot of punch heavy stuff. I do, what's that fucking spin move? Uh, the fucking, where he spins like a top. I can't remember the name of it. Um, yeah, on his head. No, he's standing and spinning. Um, oh. he's basically, oh, okay. he basically T poses and fucking spins. Um, yeah, yeah that one's fantastic for me. It, it goes fucking ham. Because uh, as soon as they fucking move into striking distance, I fucking hit that shit. Um, the there's the I've got fucking I can't remember any. I've I was on a plane two hours ago. Anyway, um, 
fucking the knee, the like Sagat knee that he does. Uh Tiger knee. Tiger Okay, knee. let's go with that. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah so I, I I use that. Um I haven't got any projectiles at all. You do wind up with one, uh, but it's just not something that I wanted to use because yeah, my dude's just about like fucking spin to win basically uh, um i like those i like the fucking those moves where you, yeah you, you do that one thing over and over again because it's just funny to me um mm. what else there's another cyclone? one obviously cyclone yes uh that sounds right um yeah and oh, yeah maybe maybe yeah i don't know they've got a really good website where it lists all the characters and you go into their their you know move list and you can click on the moves and it shows you like a little video and it's got all the buttons and it tells you nice yeah the street fighter sites are really good they're going ham yeah they're going yeah. all out with this shit um fucking show you can i got a show you can uh i don't think it's called that um but i love it i love the show you can and uh yeah not one other oh, i've got like a, a special throw i did have this really basic bitch throw for ages and then i got a new one um where like it's it's the fucking grab and dunk one like fucking mm. blankers um but yeah it's a like i wouldn't say it's a build uh it's catering specifically to my strengths uh which i guess is a build but uh, i haven't built it in any particular way it's more uh been built around what i continue to find success with you know uh yeah i don't know builds build to me implies uh intention whereas this is more reaction you know uh, but yeah, it's cool that you can do all that stuff. And once you unlocked all the moves, you can mix and match and fucking work that shit out. And, uh, yeah, it's a cool, it's a very cool system. I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm keen to play it more, keen to see what they get up to online mostly, but yeah. Yeah. No, it seems really good. I haven't had a whole lot of time to play it. I've pretty much created a character and spent way fucking too long in that thing, just oh, yeah. messing around and then just went with some super generic person. Like I was just moving <laughs> sliders for like 45 minutes. Um, and then eventually was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to get a generic person. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, it was it was fun just messing around with that stuff anyway. Um, yeah. And then I, I jumped in and it... it asked me to to start a fight with someone and that's when i stopped playing. right so yeah i uh, did pretty well you're like fighting um, i'm not fighting what? you're not Why fighting you fucking people in the street it's crazy so i left that and went and played like versus mode and just uh there's a um like a classic street fighter mode where you can just play the ai the cpu and, and you know you can choose from i think five or 13 rounds and i i was like oh let's do five rounds and and then like three and I just got my ass absolutely clapped. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I had fun with that. It was cool. I just haven't had a chance to 
play a whole lot of it. Been yep. doing other stuff. What else have you been doing? I have been playing the absolute crap out of Diablo 4, which is our next game. Lookouts. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about now? Yep. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so we've obviously talked about this a lot on the podcast, um, starting from, I was going to say last year, but no, like 20, maybe 19, 2018, I think it might've been, uh, when I went to, I went to one of the BlizzCons, Blizzard, yep. uh, had me in as a guest and they announced Diablo 4, uh, and then had it playable, uh, on the floor and in the uh, media room. So that was the first time I got a chance to check it out. Uh, and then last year I did a a, uh, a build like a I think it was the friends and family build or something like that I'm not too sure but it was it was a build they they got us to play um, and it was pretty much Act One um, which was the same content that we saw in the the other uh, betas that they did leading up to the game a few months back that everyone else got to play and so yeah I've had a lot of time to play Diablo um, and then I have spent. Uh, I don't know, a lot of time playing this uh, review build of the game. And so they gave it to us a couple of weeks back. Um, and that's pretty much all I've been doing yep. uh, for that time. And so, yeah, um, where to start? I uh, So I rolled a, a rogue for this one. Um, started playing through Act, Act 1 um, and was doing like pretty much everything until I realized there is no way I'm going to get this review done if I keep playing the way I'm playing. Oh, yeah. I need to just start mainlining this thing because if you recall during that um, Act 1 beta that we played, there's a lot of content in there and I put like 40 or 50 hours just into that Act 1 playing a bunch of different characters, unlocking strongholds and... Uh, clearing dungeons and looking for altars of Lilith and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I, that's what I was doing when I was playing this thing. I was like, I, I'm not going to get this finished. I need to just put my head down and try and get through the campaign. And so, uh, yeah, that's what I started doing and uh, had a lot of fun with that one. I uh, So my rogue build where I went to with that one was a, uh, a melee and ranged focused um, attacks and so uh there were two traps that i was using a frost trap and a poison trap um and with the frost traps it allowed me to place down two um before the countdown would would tick across um and anything within that range that frost trap that was in that area this radius for a certain amount of time would freeze um in place for a little while and i could just unleash a bunch of damage on top of that I had a, a a poison trap that I was rolling out, and I could put a maximum of four of those down. And um, pretty much every time that you unlock a new subset of skills that you can apply, um, there are like a, a handful that you kind of are able to choose from in this skill tree. If, if people are unfamiliar or they haven't played it, um, so every couple of levels, you'll uh, once you've put enough points in, you sort of reach this new area that opens up and it's like all right here's five new skills that you can sort of spec into pick one of them um and so it sort of gives you a lot of diversity in terms of how you want to play your character um and so like you in in previous diablo games like you and i would play a uh uh, i mean we didn't do this i don't think we did this much but like 
someone would roll a mage character and then they would join like one of our games later on. It was like two mages running around with the same spells because it just wasn't a whole lot really going on. Yeah. Um, and there was that thing of like, hey, what are you going to play? Oh, I'm playing this. I'm playing a, you know, a uh, a barbarian or something. And, and oh, okay, that means I'll, I'll play a demon hunter, or, you know, so that we weren't having that like cross pollination of the same characters. Yep. Um, this new skill tree system is set up so that you can have a bit of diversity in there so we could both play the same characters and come out with like completely different builds that that feel different from each other which is really nice and so as you're unlocking all of these um skills uh yeah there's a there's also like another two layers to that skill that you can then modify how that thing works and so you are um definitely able to tweak it to you the way you want to to play and so for me it was having a focus on um melee and ranged and so freezing and having poison damage around me while um imbuing my uh my arrow attacks with shadow damage and then uh anytime that i fired um these shadow arrows at people it, it basically tagged them and when i would kill someone with this uh imbued arrow they would explode and then cause shadow damage on everybody else that was around them and it, it, it's kind of like a um you know a transfer across them and so that then allowed me to um do even more damage to these people um and so you could then like spec into all right anybody that's got shadow damage they take 20 percent more damage that sort of thing and there's a lot of playing around and tweaking what skills and abilities you want to use to try and find a really good combination that sort of fits your play style and what you're going for um and then on top of that there's an ultimate ability that you could sort of play around with um i started off with uh, like rain of arrows it, sh- it just fired a uh like th- i think it was two waves of arrows initially and then you could upgrade it to a third wave and like it would knock uh, enemies down that were in there so i that's what i started off i changed it to the shadow damage um the shadow clone uh, as i progressed a little bit further in the game because crunching some numbers in my head i was like i'm pretty sure i can do more damage with the shadow clone um which was like it'll do 60 percent of your damage for 15 seconds and then you could do like another upgrade and it would like add on an extra 20 percent damage so i was like 80 percent is pretty good um and i i feel like I can dish out damage pretty quickly with this thing. And so that's where I, I started tweaking around my um, my builds uh, quite a bit into the game and trying to figure out like what worked a bit better um, because I was running into moments where I sort of found myself having a bit of a struggle um, fighting right. enemies because I was playing on World Tier 2, which is the um, the above normal difficulty. Uh, and enemies will have uh, greater health they'll have greater uh, more modifiers on them so they behave differently um and and that sort of stuff and it makes it a little bit more challenging so i needed to sort of focus a bit more on you know what what skills i should be using and what what synergizes really well with each other as opposed to just picking just random things um so yeah I, uh, I really like the skill tree system. It means that you can, you know, you can have a bunch of people playing the same classes and they all come out feeling a little bit differently if they wanted to. 
um, playing different ways. Like I could have easily just went, which is I, I think I did this last time, my first playthrough. I think I was maybe doing like a melee rogue. Um, and I, you know, you could play it that way if you wanted to, or you could do like a purely ranged focus mode, uh, yeah. a, a rogue. But right. I, I decided to go like a hybrid of the two. Um, and so I had these like knockback arrows whenever someone was charging at me, every third arrow would force them to be knocked back. Um, and then when they came in close, I had this, I think it was called uh, Fury, I don't know, Fury or something like that. Or uh, it was basically a series of quick stabs and throw, throwing out like um, knives in quick succession right. in front of um, other, in front of what was there in front of me. And so, yeah, um, I really think it's an awesome system that gives a lot of flexibility in terms of what you want to build into. And then on top of that, there's a another layer because you can acquire gear which changes the way your skills and abilities work and then there is a a paragon system which which comes in later on which changes again the way your um skills and abilities work and so yeah there just seems to be like a lot of variety in there and a lot of depth in terms of how you can play each of these characters that you roll and um <clears throat> and also like on top of that and i haven't really uh we, we've talked about it before but like with the necromancer um for instance as a character you can choose what type of summons that they can have as well and so every character has like a specialization that they can um that they can change and the necromancer had uh, a bunch of them there was there was a, a maybe nine or something off the top of my head whereas the uh the rogue class i was playing had three and it was like, you know, for every 100 energy that you spend for a couple of seconds, you would just get free uh, energy, like unlimited energy for a certain amount of time or um, that sort of stuff you can tinker around with to play um, to however you sort of feel like it in benefit your play style. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed all that sort of stuff. Uh, in terms of the gear system, it's it's a loot based game like obviously there's there's loot all the time dropping from everything um pretty quickly on you start you know getting yellows and then eventually uh, legendaries which are orange uh, and they're the ones you're sort of really aiming for to acquire because they'll have the you know the big stat bonuses on them and the ones that will change your uh the, the way your abilities behave uh, they'll have modifiers on top of them and so you'll you'll sometimes come across certain ones that really stand out and you're like oh that's kind of cool like i i like the way that this synergizes really well with the thing that i'm using or maybe you're not even using that specific um a skill at that stage but this will give you something to look at and be like oh maybe i should think about going in and changing my respecking a little bit and yep. the game is pretty uh lenient in terms of respecking when you want to um you are charged a little bit of gold but it's not like i think it's there to sort of stop people from just trying to figure out like min maxing weird yeah, shit and just crunching yeah. numbers um like as you progress further into the game that's when it starts costing a bit more money but i feel like even to the point where i was at you know max level it was only uh, a thousand gold or something like that which is not a whole lot um yeah, considering but- i'm running around i had like 1.2 million gold and i had I, you know, I wasn't even selling items at that point. Right. Uh, 
so yeah, you're getting all this gear, and it's it's really um, cool gear. You can you can salvage it, and when you salvage gear, it puts it into your um, your transmod mog transmog. Yep. Um, so you basically your wardrobe, and that allows you to customize your character later on. You might get a headpiece that you think looks really cool, and you can apply that cosmetic to your current headpiece and make it look different, and then go in and dye it and change the colors and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah you're getting all these uh all of this gear everything looks really shiny and cool um and so that stuff is really satisfying every time that like a legendary drops it's it's got this you know uh same sort of vibe that the past diablo games had where it's orange it shoots a beam off into the sky you get this uh you know this cool effect uh and then you immediately go looking for the the gold star that's on your map because you know something awesome's dropped and you pick it up and take a look and yeah hopefully it's something good um if it's not that's cool you can just salvage it and get some uh, some materials out of it to use for whatever you want <clears throat> um something yeah. which i think is really interesting that they've done is like the the entire game is has been uh, i guess like they've simplified a lot of it they've done that blizzard thing or or, or you know where you see a lot of games doing that it's like why are we having these weird gates in here that are sort of stopping players from having fun with a certain system why don't we just remove that just let them do what they want to do um and so yeah a lot of that is now in there um and so you can like upgrade gear and uh a number of times and and so if you're like oh i really like this piece of armor that i've got and it's got a cool ability on it rather than saying like oh um i found something else and but it's not a, it like it's it's maybe higher level but it's not really what i want you can then start upgrading that gear and hold on to it for longer so that you can you know maybe eventually at some point uh get rid of it but at least you can boost it up by like 20 30 points and hold on for you know a, a bit longer than what you normally would mm. uh and then eventually when it's time to be like oh, i want to get rid of this thing you can then go um like salvage it or, or take it to the um i don't remember occultist uh, maybe is the name of the the trader and, and you can rip that skill out of that piece of item and have it so that you can then place it on other items in the game uh and basically you know oh that's a cool skill i like that what it's doing that buff that unique thing that this thing has i don't need to go searching for it it's, you know i didn't need to go grinding for 45 50 hours to find another thing that is like that that is at my level i can just apply it to the piece of gear that i've got yeah it's awesome which is really which is really nice and i think they sort of did a bunch of that sort of stuff with like reaper of souls like diablo 3 eventually got to that place mm. um but they've they've streamlined uh, streamlined a lot of that sort of stuff uh, and then eventually there is once you finish the campaign you get there's like another layer on top of that gear um, that unlocks like a higher level um, uh, there's a, there's actually two, sort of two higher levels anyway uh, like there's the regular gear that you get then has like a, a magic property to it like it's another tier above that um, but then also legendary gear is uh, uh, there's like a, a special named ones after that that you can start acquiring as well which will all be the same rather than having like these um i guess randomly generated gear set pieces these will be actually defined sets that you can go out and find that everybody will be able to acquire 
Um, and so they start dropping once you finish. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much, I think, everything in relation to the gear system. Uh, and then sort of just keep keeping the, the skill tree trend going. Um, once you do hit the level cap, which is 50, you start acquiring um, Paragon points, which we were in um, the previous Diablo games. The way it worked before was you would upgrade your stats. You'd be like, oh, I want to put um, points into strength or ints or decks and that would depending on what type of class you were um very slowly increase your character uh over time and you know you had people playing that game for uh, you know it's 17 18 seasons now i'm not sure we're up to but they would be like i'm paragon 700 or something like that and so it was a way for players that could keep playing that game it still gave them something to do and it gave them points and a way to keep um plugging away at their character uh this new system is kind of similar but it's got a lot that's changed and so you start earning paragon points um and there is this paragon board which is a series of nodes that all have different properties on them um so each node might have like plus five strength or something like that and there could be a series of like three of those in a row um and you are moving around a a board and 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 selecting these nodes to upgrade your character and then every once in a while you might get to one that'll have like a special property on it and it couldn't um it it could affect like the other nodes around it um and boost them up in a radius um using glyphs that you can find out in the world uh and then there are like legendary uh nodes or glyphs that you can find which will then start affecting your spells and abilities as well. And so that is like another layer that I was talking about where um, it'll start modifying how that particular thing behaves. And I think, I'm not sure if this is like an offshoot of what they were trying to do with the um, with the rune word system, which they initially announced back in uh, 2019, which disappeared. Um that I did get a chance to mess around with that a little bit, but that's kind of what it seems to be a little bit like now, but it's more tied to the Paragon board. Uh, and so you you fill out the Paragon board and then it gives you another board and you can start like spinning it around and like putting boards in weird places. There's like gate systems and it's really bizarrely set up, but um, it is a bit more engaging than the past paragon system as opposed to just clicking a button and going i want that stat now it's like thinking about where you want to go on the board like what's in front of me that i can that i'll be getting next and um and then acquiring these glyphs that drop throughout the game and figuring out where you want to put them to boost everything or else else that's around um the board and yeah i don't know it's a really interesting system i i obviously haven't played a whole lot of the, the uh the end game content but that's mm. sort of what unlocks when you get to end game um so yes there is a lot of customization involved in just your character alone and i think that uh this is the um the most interesting way that they've done it so far because yeah it, it just means that it'll allow us when we jump in and play at some point and we've got a bunch of people in there we're not you know we're not worried about who's playing what character anymore and we're gonna have you know a certain amount of because it seems like the favorites right now are um judging by polls that are going around is like sorcerer and um and maybe rogue yeah the two and barbarian's pretty high up there too so yeah um 
we obviously played a lot of Act One. Yeah. Uh, quite a lot. Hmm. Oh, you you played it. I, I've played it quite a lot. You played it a um, so I played it a bit. Yeah. The neat thing about it is uh, enemies and levels scale to your level. Um, yeah. Depending on where you are, you run into a stronghold. Stronghold is a, a harder um, piece of content you need to try and get through. That stuff is is scaled to your character, but a few more levels up because it's, it's supposed to be a bit more challenging. Yeah. Uh, what that means is that you can start the game, you're given three... Um, objectives, main objectives to go do, you can just leave and go somewhere else. You don't have to do Act 1. So maybe that's something to consider when you're playing if you're not interested in playing Act 1 again. Just go somewhere else. Right. Um, and just go do that. Go to another area and you, sh- you hopefully shouldn't have any problems because everything will scale to you and it's not necessarily tied to, uh, you know, what what you need to do um, in that, in that first area which is a nice change. There's a bit more freedom in terms of being able to explore it a bit more because the map is like enormous. It's so big. Mm. Um, there's no loading at all during the uh, the main the main overworld. world hub. Yeah, yeah overworld. Um, it is all... Uh, it's, it's not like a dynamic thing where... Like the past games where it was sort of tile sets. Everything is set. Everything that everything is in there is the same as what everybody else is going to see yep. when you jump into dungeons and caves and and crypts and all that sort of thing that's when it becomes a bit more tile sets randomly generated right. all that sort of thing but the main yeah, overworld is is all set and that's where you can run around and explore and it is huge um at a certain point you will get mounts uh to get to get you from place to place quicker if you want to but there's also fast travel points um i finished this game and there was like still a quarter of the map I still hadn't explored I hadn't even been to it like part of the map like a right. quarter like an area I was like what is even there must be like a whole like three other areas over there because I've not I'm not set foot in that place yeah. um, and then sprinkled all throughout the map with just these potholes of places that I've not explored because yeah. um, I just wasn't going and doing like I was doing side stuff but not like really going off the beaten path and, and seeing what else there was in the world um so yeah it is a huge map it has to be the biggest game they've put out for diablo because uh i've i vividly remember playing a lot of diablo 3 and and like smashing through a bunch of that content um and being like all right all right let's roll a new character let's go do the next one and whereas this i'm like it took me it must have been like 40 hours plus it was more definitely more than 30 um unfortunately there's no there's no play time in the game that you can check but um there's a ton of content in there uh and there's world events that you can go and do um we saw a bunch of that in the game um there is a a variety of of that sort of thing that uh we didn't see before that shows up as well um which is good there are uh, like i said strongholds you can go and do there are world bosses that show up um towards the end of the game you can go and beat uh, uh beat up with other players uh, and get cool rewards there's a bunch of different currency systems in the game that you can acquire to um, unlock either cosmetics or uh, actual uh, gear. Mm. Um, there are PvP zones in the game. So you will go to an area and these are like... People will be running around and you'll be completing uh, tasks in these areas and um, you're collecting uh, currency which if you're killed, you'll drop them. 
um, whether that's by other players or by the mobs that are in the that zone and you'll have to run back and try and pick them up or figure out like who stole them from you and try and fight them and in order to deposit that that currency there are these um there are these other uh i can't remember what they're called but there's like a node set up throughout the pvp area that you go and activate it and you just it's like a minute countdown and um you got to try and hang around there and survive while you know the this number ticks down and if it ticks down before uh, you're killed then it goes into your bank and you, you're free to go spend that stuff on uh, whatever you want in the uh, cosmetic shop and so you can go like unlock new mounts uh, cosmetics and and uh rewards and that sort of thing so i didn't do um a whole lot of pvp purely, purely because it was a uh you know a review period not a whole lot of people running around that were playing but there there is a number of zones different areas that are pvp focused and they've you got did their win own when you did go in these zones right uh yeah definitely yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Sure. i don't know how it works in terms of scaling and all that sort of stuff right. yet but i guess we'll find out more once this once this thing launches um what is going on with how it picks who's fighting who and how the scaling works i'm assuming it's going to be maybe similar to how it works regularly in the game where um you know it's i could be one level you could be five or six levels higher and then it's like a percentage based damage depending on who you're fighting um like enemies like that's what we sort of found when we were playing strongholds and all that sort of stuff right. so um although we were playing with a mix of people that were different levels it still, still sort of seemed to work no matter what we were doing so uh i would i would expect that's how pvp works but i i really don't know um but yes there are i guess you could call it similar to like the um division dark zone or something like that where yeah. there's relegated areas that you can go and and, and uh do missions and, and fight other people and, and all that sort of stuff so yeah it's um that seems pretty interesting uh what else is there to talk about when um uh in terms of the story i guess i i enjoyed it um it's i think lilith is a very interesting and compelling character i think she is the best villain we've had in a diablo game um purely because of her presence of uh and it could also be just the the you know the storytelling and you know blizzard has had a lot of experience doing a lot of this stuff now um and they're getting a lot more advanced with technology and so there are like in-game cutscenes that will play out and you'll get to see her quite a bit chewing up some scenery um but when you look at back at like past bosses of these games like diablo he don't really talk right Mm. he just kind of stomps around and throws fireballs and shit like that um and then like Baal and Mephisto and all that sort of thing show up in those other games and I think here she is uh outshines all those previous uh villains um and it, it is a really good uh really good character um cool so that's that stuff's really cool um the story is fine you know i'm not a huge diablo story nerd in terms of lore and all that sort of stuff i got bits of it what was going on yep um which is cool uh there's some there's some nice meaty things in there we had a discussion board in our, our group chat and uh people were getting right into it with arguments and all that sort of stuff in terms of what was going on so yeah that stuff's all cool um once you finish the game that's when you can uh, open up 
the uh, um, next, I guess, world tier, world tier three. In order to do that, you got to go beat another dungeon. It's like a, a gate check, right? To be like, hey, can you do this? Yep, you can do it. All right, here's world tier three. Whereas in the past games, it would be like, do you want to go world tier three? Yep. Do it. And then I, th- I don't know how it was gate checked, but I feel like it was kind of a thing where you just needed to clear some rifts or something, and then it would. Right. I don't do it. Either. I, I can't really recall. Or if you could just kind of keep jacking it up and. If it got to a point where it's too hard, it was like just too hard. Um, seems like there's going to be four available at launch. Um, two was hard. <laughs> uh, I died quite a lot uh, to the point where I would leave a boss fight and go, all right, I've got to do something with my gear. I've got to level it up. I've got to swap out some uh, some gems. Uh, and that will be my biggest piece of advice. Don't be afraid of leveling out your gear, um, putting gems in them and all that sort of stuff. Because like I said before, really streamline the gem system um you know you don't lose gems when you chuck them in in there you can unsocket them and pull them out and put them in something else later on yeah. so i would suggest um using that system because there's no point just hoarding gold i think at this yeah. stage uh, especially when you can farm it later on on a higher world tier system yeah so um keep an eye on stuff that you really want to um invest in level it up use your gems and and you should hopefully not have any trouble getting through boss fights uh you might die once or twice but that's probably at the stage when you're like all right i need to reevaluate what i'm bringing to the table here and uh, i'm clearly i can i can do this um so yeah what was i i forgot i completely forgot what i was talking about um you started giving advice yeah but i was going somewhere else oh, end game content yeah and so once you finish the game you open up that world tier three right and that's when a bunch of other end game content opens uh in that specific tier and so um the the fields of hatred i think that's the pvp section that you can go and do there are um the tree of whispers which opens up there are a series of missions you can go out and collect um and and once you come back you can then trade them in for legendary gear there are certain zones throughout the world which will rotate and become like overpowered basically um and all the mobs in that area will be roided up um they'll be harder to kill but they'll also drop orbs on the ground and you can go to a chest and trade in those orbs and you'll get some uh some more drops out of that and these are all like timed things so like you've only got a certain amount of uh, of minutes before they tick away and it goes either somewhere else or um might not show up so you got to kind of be quick with all that stuff right. that, that's going on. Um, but it is like a lot more... I don't know if you recall, but when um, Diablo 3 kind of launched, there wasn't really a whole lot of endgame content. It wasn't until the Rift... Remember when the Rift Rifts system yeah. came out? We went and played like a crap load of that, like we so did. much. Yeah. Yeah, that was and, um, and so there's like stuff like that in there where you can... Uh, uh, nightmare dungeons. Um, you know, you'll find these drops in the game and you can like upgrade dungeons that you go through to nightmare dungeons and they they get beefed up and there's just been a uh, a bit more of a focus on how do we get players to stick around um and keep playing this content because clearly we've had you know 10 to 11 years of of practice and refining diablo 3 um and people play it so you know let's have that in there from day one 
Uh, and then on top of that, once the seasonal content kicks in next month, I think it's mid-July. Um, right. It's 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 later on anyway. Uh, that stuff will introduce a whole bunch of new content, and I have no idea what that will be because they're keeping it a secret um, at this stage. But it's uh, yeah, it seems like they're really thinking about like how what are we going to do for players once they they finish the game. Obviously, not everybody's going to smash through that forty hours mm. um, that quickly. But there are that those hardcore people that will, you know, it'll take them like three days to get through and they'll they'll be like, all right, what's next? And then they can go do that, you know, the the PvP stuff with the tree whispers or nightmare dungeons and world bosses and a ton of stuff there. Um so yeah, there's just a uh, a lot to do in the game uh, overall. Um I think it's like their most complete experience in terms of delivering the base game plus everything else that comes after that um and yeah i don't know if there's much else to say at this point i'm trying to think if you have any questions it's kind of funny that we've got two games that are extremely complete mm. after considering the the you know yeah. if, if we were to do the trend of 2023 like last week mm. uh you know at the end of the year we do the trend of the year it would have been yeah. Un- like games. releasing half fast fucking half finished <laughs> games uh but yeah now we got two extremely complete uh whole experiences um mm. i didn't have any issues at all yeah like awesome. none um i i did hear some i i checked out a couple of reviews there were some complaints about um uh some rubber banding at times i didn't see right. any at all but that could be because i was playing on an australian server less people or they weren't testing that specific server when I was on it. I have no idea. They were doing stress testing while we were playing at certain points. They would put out a notice and say, hey, we're about to run some stress testing yep. to put put some strain on them. Um, if you give us some feedback and let us know. Right. Uh, so potentially it wasn't happening on the one I was playing when it was pretty flawless. Never had a crash. Cool. Didn't run into any bugs. Um, ran amazingly. Um I think it looks great. I saw some complaints about uh, it not looking very well. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, right. Um, like GameSpot's review had a thing about how it looked. Graphics. Oh. I was like, I don't. I completely disagree with that. Um, I, I think from an art perspective, it looks fantastic. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I don't know if you had a chance to look at my review, but all I think every single yeah. screenshot that I I put in there was was one that i took except for maybe one of them because i forgot to actually take a screenshot of the game playing uh right. <laughs> all of mine were like <laughs> cutscenes, but there are like moments in the game where the, the the camera zooms in and it's like the hud goes away and it's like the characters are now you know it's the world that you've been running around in but it's a bit more intimate i guess yeah um i think that's what they were complaining about i'm like uh, maybe i don't know i have no idea but it looked great you know some stuff looks a little bit eh, but i think for the most part it looks really nice um and then you've got these other scenes where they're not the cg cinematic like blizzard scenes that we're used to uh they're sort of these other things and they look really cool these these high res high high model um characters like all that stuff looks really nice um and like you said the the art design um they popped a lot of shit for uh 
Diablo 3, there was a, a secret level, the cow level with rainbows and things like that. They poke fun of themselves in relation to um, it being too bright. Mm. Uh, this is extremely dark yeah. and scrim. Um, <laughs> I, I put this in my review. There was one moment where I came to a uh, an area and it zoomed down and it kind of looked over a valley of um, of a region that I was going to and there was just it was just a nightmare out there and I was like holy crap like that is extremely brutal <laughs> there's a lot going on mm. uh, it's dark um, yeah very violent and I was like alright cool that's um, that sort of caps off like what they're going for they're going for this very bloody and, and grim uh, world and I think they've done a good job in terms of that I think, I think my only complaint in terms of the environments are they can feel a bit one note-ish because you're just running around in <clears throat> these open areas and you know it, I mean it's you, you kind of get what's on the box this Diablo game you click on things and they die right and you're just kind of running from one zone to another yep. now I'm in the snow area or now I'm in the swamp and you know, you know I don't know there's not a whole lot of variety there um, it's not exactly like it ain't flat it's clearly not flat it's um, you know there's elevation to the areas you're roaming through but for the most part you know it's it's an open area with monsters um so i don't know how much you can do with that uh there's towns and things that you run through but i i think it's a, a really uh nice it's a nice looking game um the lighting is is great especially when you're in dungeons and things are exploding and we've talked about all that stuff before with like being a lightning mage and or shooting a fireball and just kind of illuminating illuminating the room um yeah. Cool. Cool. Any other questions? Questions? Give me questions. Um, Give me questions. So you were playing with other people on on like a Discord channel that you hadn't muted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, did you spend a lot of time playing with these other people? Like, what did you no, like? No. No, I, I roamed around with like, I saw people and I yeah. would emote and wave and all that sort of thing. But no, because I was on, we were on a deadline. I was just going to do it myself and play yeah. through. Yeah. I wanted to see what... I was really trying to get to the end game because I, you know, I I've already spent fifty hours clicking at things and exploding. Like I feel like I've got that part down pat. Yeah. Like what else is in this game? Show me yeah. what you've got. Um. And so I think they've they've delivered on at least that part. I, and they're probably again the same numbers, right? Like that there might have been in other regions for hmm. you to just sort of come across. I don't yeah. know, a world boss being attacked or some shit. Yeah, I, I went to one or two and there was like nobody there. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay, right. cool. I'm not, not, I'm not doing this. Not doing Fuck that. Yeah. that. I'm not a YouTuber. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I again, because I didn't get too much time. I literally had like, when I got to um, uh, Endgame, there was maybe a day I had with it and that was all I really had. And so I, I don't know how repetitive it gets or how, if it'll be broken or, um, but it, what I can say is there's a lot of stuff to do. That's there's things to do. Which yeah. Which is cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, is there uh is there anything you can't wait for people to see apart from the 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 corpse field that you talked about in your review? Or the sea um, of gore? Uh I guess hopefully they can see the game. What? <laughs> well, 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 so this is going live tomorrow. Yeah. 
the game's going live tomorrow. Yep. Um, we don't know how it's going to go. The last time they launched a Diablo game, it didn't go well for them. It, um, it fell over and that was just on PC. This one's coming out on multiple devices. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, is there anything... Um, <clears throat> like any I, bosses or fights or dungeons or anything like that that you're like as soon as i because you have to start again right uh as soon as i start again yeah. like i can't wait to get back there or something like that yeah um i i had headlights on the entire time like i was pretty focused in terms of what i sure. wanted to see i i think things people will be really interested to, to check out are like the strongholds because they have a bit of a unique um maybe puzzle element or there's there's some variety there you're not just clicking on things you go in and and lighten beacons i guess i guess you click it on things uh to, <laughs> to light a beacon um uh pvp is maybe the one area i want to see how how yeah. people react to that because uh we've heard i guess in the past blizzard talk about pvp and why it wasn't there because like it's hard to balance and all that sort of stuff and now that's in there and they've got an extremely versatile skill set for characters. And so how will that pan out? Yeah. What are they going to do for, for balancing? No yeah. idea. Fair enough. We'll see. Um, did you find the cow level? Um, no. No? Can I talk about that? Yeah, I think I can talk about it. Um, no. Uh, there's a couple things going on there. Either it's not in the build that we played or didn't find it. I didn't... I, I did find one thing that I was like, this is bizarre, All right. um, which I'm going to talk to the rest of my team about tonight um, to try and figure out. You mean me? You, yeah. Right now. Um, which I thought was a bit weird, but I will probably find out tomorrow if there's a secret cow level, if someone found it. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. Um, I did not find a secret level. Okay. Uh, but I found one thing and I'm like, this seems out of place whatever it is all right cool yeah uh, i don't know what is with with me and and dogs but i found this ghost dog that showed up oh yeah in in the cool. game at one point and i have no fucking clue what that ghost dog was doing yeah right. i have no idea all right there's something you gotta go find again when, when yeah you... I'm, i well i so i all right this is i don't it's not a spoiler fuck it um in the in the game you'll you'll find these certain uh maybe statues and they'll have like a plaque on them that'll say a bunch of text uh and if you interact with them in a certain way by emoting things happen like um it, it might say something like challenge this. there was one in the in the beta yeah 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 and so you you'll pick up you, you open up your remote wheel and be like angry and then he's like i challenge you to duel and then you something will happen um or there was a there's a pond early on that you can find and there's a, a quest around that and you need to do a series of tasks and so it's it's the thing i'm talking about is very similar to that you just stumble upon this thing anyway i was talking about a dog i did an, I, I, I did the thing it wanted me to do this fucking ghost dog shows up and I, I i didn't see what it wanted me to do like i missed the text that came up i was fucking around yeah and obviously shadowplay didn't record it because it's a piece of shit now um and so i had this ghost dog following me around and i'm like i don't know where to take you and i'm running around this region i can't figure it out and so i just i basically give up i despawn it 
<clears throat> and I, I go back to where I found this ghost dog and it's not there. It's gone. Oh, no. But I did find a like a hole in the ground. Oh. And I'm like, did the ghost dog dig this? Up? Like, I don't, I thought I was in the same area where I found this dog initially, right. but I wasn't 100% sure. So I found this hole in the ground and I went in there, but there wasn't really anything special going on there. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm keen to go check that out again at some point. Cool. Um, so there are, there are weird things in the game. Yep. Um, I don't know if there's a, a secret level. If there is, uh, we might find out tomorrow when, when the game goes live or we might find out Saturday, maybe on the weekend. Right. There's a second embargo. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, story embargo. I've not spoiled anything for anyone, so don't worry about it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, no, I think it's really good. I think it's the best Diablo game they've put out so far. It's, it's um, you know, I enjoyed three, but it took a lot of time to get there. It took them a, it took them a couple of years, I feel oh, like. Yeah. It, it, Reaper of Souls is when they found their stride. Yeah. And they uh fixed all their mistakes they got rid of the auction house the real money auction house which was a disaster yep um they tweaked the loot system uh loot 2.0 they called it they had end game content in there with the rift systems um yeah they they got there it just took some time whereas this feels like a bit more of a um a fully finished fully realized product yeah. Uh, I don't know how what's going to happen. And as someone who's got an IT background, like in, ser- in server engineers, um, I feel like tomorrow or 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 uh, next is it Tuesday that this thing drops yeah. is going to be interesting. Like, I, there's going to be problems. The thing's got. There's no way there isn't going to be problems. Um, it's how quickly they can fix it and and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, because it's basically just be like it'll be like them getting DDoS, yeah. And considering, I think the you know there were that that many problems last time, and you've now got three platforms. Yeah. Um, I think that they've done a smart thing by having, but by charging people for early access because you're going to split some hardcore players up yeah. over that weekend. It, it'll um it'll it'll lessen that impact. It's not going to lessen it like a whole lot. I think next Tuesday is going to be the day where. Yeah, shit gets real bad. Yeah, but you know this 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 uh, upcoming release tomorrow will give them an idea of how well they've prepared. They seem to think they're doing they're going to do okay. There was yeah. a, some quotes going around. I think it was Games Radar, maybe off the top of my head, that talked to them about how they're going to go. Right, and they seem pretty confident. Uh, cool. But yes, I, I I really enjoyed it. I think it's uh, a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to playing more and um, yeah, I'm excited for everyone else to jump in and, and get a chance to play it. You uh, it play... is long. Yeah. And you're not going to play is long. A, a rogue again, are you? You're going to play? No. you still thinking a sorcerer? I'm tossing up between sorcerer and maybe necromancer at this right. point. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I did have fun with like barbarian as well last time and all of, oh, I've had fun with all of them when I played them. So, it's the bit it's the part about druid. I did not have fun with druid <laughs> yeah maybe you it's the part about it taking too long that's what I'm worried about like it's such a big game yeah it's huge it's enormous but you can skip the campaign right after you finish the game the first time you can like skip it and just yeah I guess take your, t- your turn in and, and run around and do all right. the, the stuff you want to do 
Yeah. Um, because while you're earning Paragon points, it applies to every character on that account or realm. Okay, yeah. Um, on top of that, there is a progression, a renown system that's in place. And we saw this in the, the beta where when you're clearing dungeons, you're finding collectibles, um, you're finding waypoints, discovering areas, you're earning renown. And that also unlocks extra potions or extra slots or um, extra skill points. And that applies across all of your characters as well. So that stuff is really cool. It just seems like it's really well thought out. I don't yeah. know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what the hardcore fans think of it. Because I, I enjoyed it. I think it's really fun. Cool. Sweet. Excellent. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it works. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, that's Diablo Diablo 4. Um, should be available by the time people hear this. Or really soon. 12 hours it launches from now. All right. Nice. Yep. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to add? Or any other questions? We good? Uh, I don't think so. Um, no, we'll talk about have, more next week. We'll talk about it more next week. Yeah, yeah. When you tell me it's the fucking worst game you've ever played, can't wait. Diablo no, you like four the out of ten. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, all right, let's do some news and wrap things up. Let's keep this Diablo train rolling. Uh, Blizzard has announced they're working on a Diablo four hardcore victories contest. The first thousand people uh, that hit level one hundred in hardcore will have their name engraved on a plaque. Um, right. Yeah. Are you going for this one? Absolutely. Is this your? Yeah. Oh you yeah. On there? Yeah. I love plaque. That's why I never brush my teeth, so I can oh, get as much boom. plaque as possible. Come on, that was good. Uh, yeah. No, obviously not. But uh, yeah. Uh, hardcore so, players hardcore is... are lunatics. Yeah, they're the players that. Sorry, they're the. That's the um the mode where if your character dies, it's gone. It's wiped. It's yep. deleted. It's permadeath, uh, and level one hundred. That is high. I got that to fifty two. Yeah. I think 50, No, fifty might have been fifty three. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Um, once you hit fifty, I think there are three or four paragon points in each level that you slowly unlock. Um, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Jesus. All right. So uh, yeah. A while away, eh? I feel like it's going to take some time. Yep. Uh, but you'll do it. I, I, got, I got faith that you okay. could do it. Okay. Yeah. I'll get that plaque. Probably not available to Australians anyway. They always do that shit. There, There is a terms and conditions. I can't do it because I'm a reviewer. Right. Um, that's in there. But uh, you might be able to. <clears throat> anyway, we'll see. Anyway. Uh, and the last piece of news here, we got uh, Naughty Dog put out a statement about its Last of Us multiplayer title that they've been working on. It is being reevaluated. Um, this went up after Jason Schreier was investigating a story that something there was some trouble going on, uh, and while he was working on that story, that's when uh, uh, Naughty Dog jumped the gun and put out a statement on Twitter, right. beating to the punchline. Yeah. Um, and so this is a game they've been working on for four years. We've seen artwork and things like that of it. We've not seen any prop. I'm pretty sure we haven't seen any gameplay, probably like proper gameplay. Um, but it was supposed to be a, a complimentary or supplementary, supplementary, I think title yep. for the last of us part two, um, or the last of us. Um, 
series that was coming out. Uh, and that looks like it's maybe going to take a while more from what they're saying, if that even comes out. Uh, but well, I guess, first of all, any thoughts on that? No, uh, like, I, I, like I, I never really understood it myself. Like I didn't play it all that much. I remember there was a play session one time. The original uh, multiplayer. Yeah, the original multiplayer uh, that that some people really enjoyed, but I never, like, I don't know, I just don't think Naughty Dog have ever been good, very good at shooting mechanics. Mm. So uh, I think I think I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I never really got into it. Um, the, I mean, I don't know. There's there's the part of me that always wants to see things regardless because of curiosity, but if it's not up to fucking scratch, it's not up to scratch, right? Yeah, well, Naughty Dog also has a um, pretty good track record of their games, so yeah, they can probably afford to put things on hold for a while. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other piece of news that came out of this is they they confirmed that they're working on a new single player experience. So. Ooh. Yeah, people were excited about that. We don't know what it is. We don't know if it's Last of Us related or if it's Uncharted or if it's uh, a brand new IP. Um, but, you know, they're working on something. So I'll have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. I mean, there's a possibility. You remember when um, the last Uncharted dropped and pretty soon after that, we saw a, a trailer for The Last of Us Part 2. True. We got... We got um, we got an event coming up next yeah. week, real next, soon. Yeah, is yeah. it next week? Next week. Yeah, we might we might get something from yeah. them. Look out! Yeah, small teaser to get an idea of what they're working on. Oh, we might not get anything. <laughs> we shall see. All right. Um, yeah, is that next week? Summer Games Fest. I think so. Live uh, from June eight. Yeah. That next week. We might That's next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we can do, maybe do some speculation then, unless it leaks. We're gonna see Corey, Corey Barlog's game, finally. Uh no. You think you think not? I think not. I think okay. Not. Fair do enough. you think yes? Do you think we mm, will? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Start teasing it now. Do it. All right. All right. This I year. Heard, this right. year we're gonna see it. Yeah, we'll we'll see it this year, just not next week. I reckon. Oh, you think you think uh, his other award show? <laughs> no, I uh, one of his other three award I shows. I saw a rumor of there being another. They're going to do another fucking PlayStation showcase this year for all mm. the stuff that they didn't show at the last PlayStation showcase. Right? Is there not one happening one. at this Summer Game Fest thing? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, probably not then. Oh, blap, blap. I didn't know. Mm. No one tells me these things. Well, I don't think so. Maybe there is. I don't fucking know. Shit. Wait, maybe. I don't know. Um, Do we see Grand Theft Auto? Six. No. No? I'm going to say okay. no. Okay. Um... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's the Microsoft thing happening pretty soon, or is that part? Of, that's part of this, right? 
Microsoft's in this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. and Ubisoft. No. Um, you remember when Ubisoft killed E3? Uh, they're now in this. So there's right. no Sony. Right. So we're not going to see the, the whatever they're doing. Well, there you go. So I was right. Yeah. You were right. Once again. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah. Hard to tell. So I don't know. I'm excited. We can yeah, speculate well, next week again. We need to yeah. get closer. We can. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the news for this week. Uh, do we have any questions that have been sent through or are we good to get out of here? We're done. We're done. Fantastic. You can, you can unthrottle your uh, Blizzard Battle.net downloader. And I think it's done. Jack it up again. Ooh. It's done. Look out. Look out. Spicy. Excellence. It's a good thing yeah. I've got fast internet. It, it, it does say on here expected to release six of the six, so that's got me a little bit worried, but we'll uh, find out. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fix that. Don't worry about it. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, anything you want to plug or, or give a shout out to you've been working on or anything cool you've seen? Uh, nope. Slay the Spy is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If you're ever in uh, in Derby. Do a cold water sauna plunge or plunge sauna or whatever the fuck it's called. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You you don't think you're going to be able to do it and then you do it and then your brain breaks and then you can do it as many times as you want. It's pretty cool. What? I said nice. Nice. Oh, you didn't transmit yeah. it. Uh, oh, okay. I think it was too close to your cough. And then video right. broadcast is like, oh, I don't think so. Uh, what about you, Luke? You got anything? I got a lot going on. Um, first of all, you can go to gamepur.com. Um, go check out our Street Fighter 6 review. I, I think, uh, I'm going to say this, I think we've got the best review out there. Oh. We've got the best review. That's what I'm going to say. Um, right. We've had Chris from our team uh, do a really good review on Street Fighter 6. Um, Chris has cerebral palsy and talked about all the accessibility settings in the game um, and how this is the first time he's felt like that he's been able to play a fighting game and uh, be able to play it, you know, um, which is fantastic. And so I'm super glad we were able to highlight Chris's review for that one because I think he did uh, the best job anybody could have done on our team for that game, which is um, really cool. And so, and I think that's awesome that like we, we were talking about this last week, but there are a ton of accessibility options in that game, um, and, and it allows uh, a lot of people to now engage with that game in ways that they couldn't before, which yeah. is fantastic. They like went so far above and beyond with this game. It's bananas. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then once you've done that, you can go check out my very subpar uh, Diablo Four review. Um, <laughs> go have a go have a read of that one. I uh, I was I was so busy last week that um, it got very close to the deadline for this, and I started working on it. And I was like, you know what? We've got a second review going up. I will just do my thing, and it's not going to be two and a half thousand words. It's going to be a measly. I have no idea. 1,200 words, 1,300 words, whatever it was, I bashed out. Yep. And um, yeah, made that deadline with, you know, quite a few hours to spare, but still 
uh, I don't think it's my best work by a right. long stretch. And so, I thought it yeah, had. I was disappointed in that. I thought it had some good stuff in it. I liked I th- the uh, the the part you were, you were talking about before about the uh, the reveal of the field. Uh, yeah, that sort of set the scene pretty nicely. Um, yeah, I don't know, but we're yeah. all our own harshest critics. No, I think it was just I was because I put so much time into it. I wanted to do a really good job on it, and we just I just ran out of time. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of just disappointed that I didn't get to spend as much as I wanted to. Like usually I'll do a review, and then like you sit on it for a day or two. Mm. You come back to it and read it. And be like, what the fuck was I thinking there? Like, that's garbage. Uh, and then I'll change a bunch of stuff and, or yeah, that sort of thing. So I didn't really get a chance to do that this time. But anyway, um, mm. yeah, go check out Chris's Street Fighter review. Much better than mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. and, and yeah, check out the rest of the stuff we got going up for Diablo this week. Uh, hey, this I think you went well. into a lot of depth on this podcast. So fuck it. Yeah, I was just you know, I'm no, I'm talking about like guide content. The good right. shit, uh, best builds for like rogue. Go, go have a look at that. I'll right. probably do something. Right. Let you know what, what to what to spec into. Yep. Um, or or if things break tomorrow, you can go there and check out how to fix it. Oh. The answer will probably be turn it off and turn it on again. Exactly. He's got it. Yeah. Uh, all right, and that is the show for this week. You can find us the Gap on iTunes, Android, all the places you podcast from. Um, you can search for the gap or the GA podcast. We should show up. Mm. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can go to our discord page, the gapodcast.com slash discord. You can jump in, talk about video games, movies, TV shows, uh, esports, past podcast episodes. And, um, you can also play games in there. Diablo. We'll be playing that probably this weekend yep. and probably next week. Mm. We'll start a clan. We can start a clan, Job. Fuck yeah. Excellent. What do we call it? Uh, The Gap. No, I don't know. Lilith's Lovelies. Lilith's Lovelies. Uh, I'm going to get perma-banned from another fucking game. Um, Yep, The Gap. Easy. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, Come join our our clan. I don't know know if you get rewards from clans. All right. We'll have to check it out. Hmm. Uh, Anyway... Go, go have a look at that. Um, you can leave questions in there as well. We didn't get any this week. Hmm. A little bit disappointing, but you do what you do. Uh, and it looks like you guys have started playing like Wordle again or something. Was no. that right? No? Okay, never mind. Was it framed? Oh, uh, yeah, it was framed. Framed. Okay. And I think it's just when whenever there's an interesting one, you know. Right. Gets chucked up there. Or whenever someone's, yeah. someone's impressed that they managed to get it in one like impressed with themselves that mm. they managed to get it in one, you know, they'll chuck it in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Did you do Wordle? Do you still do Wordle? Nah, I do Quirtle, man. Quirtle. Okay. I do Framed, Quirtle, and what's it called? Waffle. Right. You should do today's Wordle. It's a fucking nightmare. I, uh, I uh, From what I understand from everyone in the office. I think I did it. Is it was it was it Jazzy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I um, got it. Two. Huh? No, How many did you get six. it? Two. It took me six. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking... <laughs> I start with Jazzy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every Not anymore. single game, uh, I start with Jazzy. Um, yeah. 
What a yeah. terrible word to start with. Oh, one of the guys at work went with Jenny as like his fourth pick, and I'm like, what the fuck is a Jenny? What the fuck is and a it's, Jenny? Oh, that's a it's a like shorthand name for a janitor. And I'm Get like, the fuck out of here. That's where you went. That's where Get you went. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> A shorthand name for a fucking janitor. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Un- get out of here. Yeah. Anyway, ridiculous. Um, it's good fun time in there. I'll, I'll, I pop in. I read it. I read the stuff. It's just I, I disappear for a couple of hours. Come back. It's like you got fifty three messages. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Hey, you got to keep up. You need fucking fifteen monitors. Okay. Yeah. One for each a, a Discord monitor. That's what I need. Exactly. Can I exactly. get a Discord monitor? I don't know. Yes, you can. Mm. Can I? It's a dream. All right. Um, yes, you can also go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all the social media pages, past episodes of the show, and everything else that we put up there. Um, and that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, occasionally, most of the time, I'd say like 80% of the time, uh, get the podcast a little bit earlier hmm. uh, when we don't have embargoes and things like that to, to work on. Um, yep. or, or, or lives getting in the way um, so you can go check that out and uh, we appreciate everyone's support it helps us pay all the bills we have to pay to keep this thing running so thank you thank um, you very much alright and that is it for this week next week it'll be uh, Diablo and whatever else comes our way I guess yeah uh, there's there's Something. things happening for like Summer Games Fest and I uh, I don't know when I can talk about that stuff, but I mean, right. maybe, maybe we wait and see what my embargoes are and whether right. or not we need to push us back to like a Thursday again. Or, oh, okay. um, well, no, because that'd be Friday, right? Maybe we just hang on to it. I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? Well, Summer Games Fest starts on the eighth in the US, right? So that's the that's Friday for us. Right. Yeah, I get you. We got to push Unless it back I to could- a Thursday anyway. Either oh, we do, do we it early or we go. Oh, because we got like, a double thing. We go on fucking We go on partying. With Lily herself. Exactly. Yep. She's gonna step on Job. That's what's gonna happen. Hell yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Alright. Well there you go. Uh that is it. Thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next week. Stay safe. Love you, bye. <laughs>